Introducing Buckets and Beyond, your friendly neighborhood mass podcast. <laughs> Starting at Sutter from UNT, live from the hashtag Luca for MVP 2023 studio, it's Jay Bonnie. Your boy. Ooh. What up? What up? Hey, <laughs> Starting at Small Forward from St. Louis University. It's your boy, Andrew the Goon Bennett. Heard y'all needed some wing depth. Heard y'all needed some some help on the wing, so I can put away 20 wings easily uh, next time we hit up pluckers. Okay. And starting at point guard from UT Arlington, your host with the most, it's Ben Seibel. Yeah, Ben, yeah, woo, woo, woo. And we are back. I think we need to. I think we need to get a second ball handler in this in this podcast setup. We need a secondary creator on this team. Now, ben, when one, you're on, when you're on the bench or when you don't have it during that, we're we are we are too one dimensional as a team. We need. I don't know. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Kimball Walker, Faku Compazzo. Oh, I think man. is the is. The ad lead. Composite's is not doing anything. We should see if he if he wants to get into podcasting. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, that would definitely help our our uh, Argentinian fan base for sure. Yeah, um, we're going international. <laughs> um, but we are buckets and beyond. We do love to cover uh, cover the Dallas Mavericks, and uh, we just want to review this week in Mavs basketball, and we like to give our fan perspective on it. We have some thoughts. It's been a weird roller coaster week. So we started this week uh, as since we last recorded, we the Mavs got destroyed on the second night of a back to back schedule loss to the Bulls, and they didn't have Luca, Maxi, or Do- Josh Green. On Monday, Luca returns in a win over the Thunder, and on Wednesday, the Mavs lose to the Cavs by twenty five. And last night, uh, Friday night, the Mavs bounce back to beat the Blazers by twenty. So. After that whole, you know, uh, losing to the Bulls, beating the Thunder, losing uh, to the Cavs, and then beating the Blazers, literally a roller coaster of a week. We're 500 from there. We have uh, we're ninth in the West at 15 and 14. Where where are you guys at with this team? Uh, disappointed, disappointed. <laughs> we also had some injuries this week. Uh, Maxi with the hamstring. Um, I believe it was a Josh Green's got an elbow thing. Dwight Powell hurt his thigh last night. Or bru- you know, he bruised up his thigh last night. Everybody's getting banged up out there. Um, yeah, just kind of like underwhelmed, underwhelmed. Uh, you know, Frank, he hit some, he hit some, some cool shots last night. He has, he hit some hype shots last night. Um, last night was a good, it was a hype game. It was a fun game. So, I mean, we're not trash. We're like play in tier, I guess, right? Like literally, we're playing tier, and I don't know. That's kind of see that 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 seems like trash, though. It seems like I mean, I, I feel like it, I feel like it could come around. It has in the past. It did last year. <laughs> if we we rewind the clock, I was probably saying the same thing last year. Like, man, we suck, we suck, we suck. But I mean, bro, mm-hmm. what are we like? What are we doing out here, bro? It's like. 
getting washed and then bouncing back, getting washed and bouncing back, getting washed and bouncing back. Like no consistency. Our guys are are yeah, you know, Timmy, he's come, he's kicking the door down now. Reggie kicking the door down. Like these guys are 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 coming into season form, but at the same time, like we're still getting battered up. Like we're like we're losing Maxi now. You know, Josh Green sitting now just when he's starting to come into form. He was part of the reason we were even hanging on by a thread now, basically carrying for the rest of the guys while they were heating up again. Like, I don't know. Um, we could build it up by the end of the season. I'm, I'm hopeful. I don't like I, I think a playoff run is possible. And just the way this team is with the stars aligned. Yeah, we could we could do the same thing we did last year. But yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of like, yeah. Last night's win was cool, but it's just with with uh with with the shadow of of the the Cavs loss and the shadow of Maxi and and the shadow of Frank stay like I don't know seeing Frank and, and Jaden out there is exciting, but like when when even they're not like eye popping like Frank Frank's Frank dude you know like, yeah I don't need to see Frank out there all that much yeah. And a couple of weeks ago, I was like, "We need more Frank. We need anything. We need more Frank, bro." Like when these guys aren't shooting, give us some Frank. And then like that hasn't that that was just like delusion, delusional, basically. So I don't know. I'm kind of just like lukewarm, Luca warm. Yeah, um, I I think this week in particular has been the darkest most down bad i have seen mavs twitter particularly be since since we started a podcast or since we got on twitter like to follow the mavericks and and cover the mavericks um the loss of maxi in particular i think i think we were all struggling with the fact that we made the western conference finals last year and we're a 500 team like we are struggling like we're making a lot of mistakes is like we're missing some free throws in key moments we're blowing games that we should win the rotations are off christian wood keeps coming off the bench javel mcgee was a terrible sign like we keep we were just going spiraling through these like luca is so good and so great he's having an mvp caliber season but because of all of these other factors whether it's roster construction whether it's coaching whether it's luck the team itself cannot stay above 500. We aren't moving forward. We're just kind of treading water. And the idea of treading water when you have Luka Doncic on your team is feels, it, it feels disgusting. It feels terrible. It's, it feels like the sky is falling if you're just treading water. And then I think Tim Cato, or it might've been, uh, I forget who, uh, maybe Mark Stein, tweeted out like Mavericks have perhaps like a two year timeline to build a contender around Luca before. I mean that, so the conversation of Luca's going to walk, Luca's going to walk has reared its reared its head again. And, and then you lose Maxi until presumably until February. Um, and he even still might be shut down for the season. He might come back in February, but what, what, what is he going to be in February? It just, it feels like we are staring down um, a season that's going to end. It's, we're a play-in team. 
which like for some for some franchises with some players like a play-in team is is moving up in the world it's 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 establishing yourself we should not be a play-in team in Luca's what is this his fifth season um regardless of injuries um I understand injuries happen it's terrible we lost Tim Hardaway Jr. in February last year and that felt that that felt like a, a huge hit until until we made the Spencer Dinwiddie trade um I don't know how Nico is going to pull off a Spencer Dinwiddie-esque trade this season considering that Maxi is out so he is no longer a trade asset before he was a useful trade asset he isn't anymore um and you've got guys like Dorian and Reggie who have kind of underperformed so far this season um it just it feels like desperate, dark times on the timeline. Um, so yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I the one bright spot we got that one one second. My dog is fucking losing his mind. Jesus Christ! Uh, I'll, I'll put yeah, in I'll... my bright spot real quick. <laughs> Squeezing in my bright spot. We had a real Luca dunk yesterday. That was that oh was, man, uh, yeah. We had highlighted Luka the year so far. Finally, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was an amazing setup for that dunk too i think because mm-hmm. he did the pump fake and then he did like a look off like he was going to pass to the wing with he had his you know dribbling with his left hand but then he like moves his right hand like he's about to like make the pass he like but he doesn't touch the ball and then he like looks off the defender and then just kind of like rises up that's yeah that yeah. has to be one of the best dunks luca's ever done um, I think what <clears throat> kind of to, to Andrew's point, I think we, we, we kind of, re- I think last time we were all together, we talked about how like we're having this, a lot of the same conversations we were having a year ago. Um, and there's just, uh, there, there are some, cons- I think there's some, some considerable differences in the situations. Um, so like, for example, last year we were de- dealing with a lot of injuries um, you know, Luca wasn't in his best shape and KP, you know, was still kind of figuring out his role, um, with the team. And this year we don't have it like up until now, we haven't had any injuries. We've just been playing bad or not cohesively. And then Luca is in the best shape of his life and has been playing MVP caliber basketball, literally the best basketball of his career. And then KP is not here. And the supporting cast has been just very inconsistent in supporting Luca. So like, that's why there are these games where Luca has to score 30 plus for us to have a shot. Um, because either Tim Hardaway Jr.'s not shot isn't falling or, um, you know, Spencer Dinwiddie is doing better, but there, there are just some games where he just kind of is a little bit more passive than I, you know, we all think he should be. So it's kind of this weird dynamic where I, I, like you said, like the whole tanking idea came up on Mavs Twitter. And I, I didn't think that would, you know, it would get that far, but, and now the for only, all those... the only way that tanking would enter the conversation, I think for a lot of us was if Luca got injured, right. the season beginning, we were like, the only way we tank is if Luca goes down for the season. Luca is doing great. He's he's yeah. and we're and we're considering tanking because 
we're not making any headway. Yeah, and, and I think like the uh, just for just for those at home who are keeping score, the the Mavericks, the currently the Knicks have the Mavericks pick, but it's ten top ten protected. So for us to get our pick, we would have to tank to the point where we were within the top ten spots. We would have to have a losing record that garnered us getting that pick. Um, I just don't like like you said, Andrew. I don't think there's a lot, and I could be wrong. But I feel like there's not a lot of a uh, lot of tradable assets on this team to where that we can make like a you know a move to get somebody that helps us whether it's yeah. in the paint or whether it's a second ball handler. Um, there I just... is no one like the Jazz. They blew it up and they netted <laughs> themselves like nine picks in one off season. The Mavericks <laughs> do not have those kind of assets unless you trade Luca. Luca could maybe net you nine picks. Well, um, uh, yeah, I don't want to, yeah. yeah, but that's, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not, timeline. Yeah, I'm not entertaining that at all, but I'm, I'm just saying like everybody else, like maybe, maybe you trade there Tim was Hardaway that week. packaged with Dorian and maybe that gets you a first round pick. The, there was that week where Tim Hardaway couldn't miss. And that to me was the time to, you know, he was looking his best and we could trade him or whatever. Um, I'm just, I don't know. Maybe there's like a team that's desperate and wants to trade their good players for our bad players just to make it easier for them to tank. I don't know if there's that Spurs. situation. Spurs. Maybe. Spurs, uh, give I, me I, Jacob Pirtle. <laughs> there's a lot. There's a few guys that want on the Spurs. But I think like um, that's why I think as, Detroit, as a – Detroit, give us Sadiq Bay. <laughs> I think as Mavs Twitter goes, I think that's when we're starting to realize like, well, our – our supporting cast isn't playing well. That means they're not showcasing themselves to be tradable, which means we're more likely to be stuck with this team this season, which isn't going very far so far. Um, and when we lose somebody like Maxi, who is, you know, one of the anchors of our defense, that just makes things worse. And, and what, what is confusing is right after we lose Maxi for that amount of time, we play the Portland trailblazers who we match up with perfectly where Luca can bully Damian Lillard and Simons and we can, you know, Christian Wood can create versus Nurkic and get his buckets. That's not going to happen when we play the Cavs. Like I will be shocked if we put up a good, you know, a good fight against the Cavs because they got Evan Mobley, they got Jared Allen. Like it, I don't know. It's just kind of, I don't know. It's just with this team. There's, it's just a lot of up and down, up and down. And I, unfortunately, like you said, Unless Luca gets injured, I don't think we'll commit to tanking. But I wonder if this team supporting cast is bad enough, it won't matter if we're committing. Like maybe we just end up losing these games anyway. No, like, if we're <clears throat> if we're trying to win games, we're good enough to make the play in, which will not be a top ten. Like we we are good enough to make like the six, seven, eight, nine seed, which I don't think will be good enough for for a top ten protected pick. Maybe you end up in the lottery and there's some weird math that like maybe you get lucky and you get the ninth pick. I, I don't know. I do the one glimmer of hope, and this isn't really hope because I don't think this is title contention is put that out of your mind for this season. Title contention is, is gone. Um, I, I, a couple of weeks ago, we lost to the, to the Celtics 
we lost the, the loss to the, the Cavs earlier this year was clear that like we are head and shoulders below some of the top tier teams. The way, the only way we play winning basketball this season with Maxi out particularly is if Jason Kidd is able to pivot this team to a, we're going to score 130 points a night, which is exactly what we did last night. It means that Christian Wood is starting and he's playing 30 to 35 minutes every night. But so far we're 30 games in and we have wasted 30 games because Jason Kidd keeps wanting to play the same style of basketball we played last season. Well, Maxie is gone now. So that style of play is not going to cut it. It's not going to cut the salami. So if, if we can pivot to a, we're going to, Ben, you're exactly right. We're going to lose to some of the top tier teams, like, like the Cavs, the Celtics, the, uh, the Grizzlies. We're going to drop some of those games, but we're going to win the games we should if we play to the style that we can, which is we're going to shoot you out of the gym. We're going to score. We're going to run and gun. We're going to score 130 on you and hope that we can hold you to 120. Um, but that means he has to utilize guys differently than he has so far. And I think with, I think with Dwight Powell potentially injured, it's kind of like you have to start Christian Wood. You have to, if he doesn't start Christian Wood, that's malpractice because we've (laughs) seen JaVale. JaVale is the only, like we, like this, this season has been painful, but you know, God works in mysterious ways, my friends. And he has, and he has worked in a way to where Jason Kidd has to start Christian Wood. He has to. If he doesn't, yeah. Mavs, Mavs Twitter, Mavs GMs on Twitter are going to fire him tomorrow if he cannot bring himself to start because defense is out the window. Like playing defense is, I'm sorry, it's not happening this year. It's not happening. So maybe, maybe try and score some points instead. Um, and I just, I, I don't have a ton of confidence that, that Jason Kidd, Jason Mid, is going to be <laughs> able to pivot to that. I don't know. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that. I agree. We got to go back to that high firepower. We scored 130 points last night, and that, like, that feels crazy because every game it's, like, 105. I don't know. I don't have the numbers pulled up, but but it is, there it is, is a Portland, stark contrast though. to this team. It is team Portland, so, like, eh. mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I think it'll be interesting – like with kid like being forced to play certain players in different situations, I think we're gonna get more run with Jaden Hardy. I think we're gonna get more run with Kemba. And once I we think... get Josh Green back, I think he's I think we've also been hurt over the last few games losing him. Losing Maxi is tough, but not having Josh Green. Josh Green has been coming into his own. That's been really tough. So there there is there are small glimmers of hope. Small glimmers. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, and of course, I mean, before all this drama, I think we were in some like trade rumors, like, oh, the Mavericks are interested in John Collins. We're interested in, uh, Bogdanovich in Detroit. We're also interested in Nerlens Noel. And I'm part of me is like the defeated Mavs fan is like, what, what do they want that we have? Like, I don't know <laughs> what it like, cause they'll list it. They'll say Dallas. And then they'll say Dallas, the Nets, the Utah, and, and I'm just thinking they have more than us, they have more than us, and they have more than us. Like it's 
I I think they're just throwing our name out just to to keep us in the cycle or whatever. But well, those teams teams that want to tank kind of want bad players on expiring contracts. I want to see so that. Like, I, I want like I want them to act on it and get a couple of ours. That's my like. Give us Jordan Clarkson. We'll take you know, you know. We'll give you hard. I mean that's how that's how Moses Brown ended up on the Thunder last year, right? Or where where did he end up? Or no, he ended up on the Cavs. He ended up on the Cavs. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and they uh, and then now I think he's on the the Clippers. But it, it, I actually I don't know if they can if they'll trade Jordan Clarkson because in Utah I saw that they recently painted like a silhouette of like they painted Jordan Clarkson on that bridge that used to have uh, Donovan Mitchell. So I don't know if he's that off doesn't the mean anything. <laughs> that not. doesn't mean anything he's the star now he's the star <laughs> here i'm gonna i'm gonna paint a silhouette of christian wood on the on the the large the calatrava bridge in in dallas and that means we won't trade him we won't uh, trade christian wood because wait do you, like with way he played yesterday like obviously that's like versus the, the blazers like you said but he was getting alley-oops like he was making threes he was creating for himself it, it was his best game as a maverick I feel like with the way that kids kind of like hasn't played him as much as we think he should, I feel like he's like a, like a trade piece that they're like one of the main ones that they'll like shop like Christian Wood, maybe tomorrow to a junior. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It just, it just seems like he's not long for this team. Yeah. Well, know. you know, there, there were in the last couple of weeks too. I don't know if you guys check this out. Like a lot of the reporters, are out here digging up stats showing that oh, if you play Christian Wood a lot of minutes, then like the other team, they're going to just start like, like, yeah, that's when the other team just runs it up, you know, like, like the other team just inexplicably runs it up. If Christian Wood's on the court or people digging up those, I'm not, I'm not super convinced. I haven't, and I, you know, I haven't dug out, you know, I haven't got the calculator out myself to like really uh, confirm <laughs> that's it a for classic myself. example of numbers will lie to you or you can use numbers to lie yeah that's what it looks because like. it was like if you play christian wood more than we are zero and seven or zero and eight in games where christian wood plays more than 28 minutes i think after last night we're now like one and seven because we yeah, won that game exactly last night. 28 minutes yeah and part of the reason for that and pete a lot of mavs twitter fans like we're quick to point out christian wood plays the most minutes when luca is out so a scheduled loss for this team. He plays more than 30 when he's out. And he plays more than 30 in games where, like, the game is out of reach. And Yeah, it's like it, garbage time at that point. Yeah. yeah. Like, and it's ridiculous because part of the reason the game gets out of reach is because Kid refuses to play him with Luca. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how Kid adjusts because it looks like he turned up the offense all the way last night. What does that look like um, over these next few games? We got we're playing the Cavs again tonight, and then oh man, uh, yeah, got a so got a got a uh, Mavs PR bomb. Spencer Dinwiddie, Luka Doncic, Josh Green, and Dwight Powell will all miss tonight's game in Cleveland. What? So here's another Christian Woods about to play 35 minutes and we're about to lose. <laughs> Whoa, wait. So Christian, Christian Woods start. Christian Woods start incoming. And we're going to. 
Golly, we can't even enjoy that. They just took out the entire. Look, Is that... I at least I at least appreciate because last earlier this week we had a scheduled loss to the Bulls, which right. the Bulls are garbage. Garbage. Like at least you were scheduling a loss against the Cavs, where like even if your team was completely healthy, it's a 50-50 shot whether you win that game. But when you play the Bulls, like if you guys play a hundred percent, you you should run them out of the gym. Well, we didn't have Luca in the Bulls game. That was... I, no, no, no. I know. What I'm saying yeah. is schedule your losses against the actually good teams. Because even if because it, even if you were playing 100%. We can't beat the you, bad teams, though. Well, we beat the Thunder this week. We beat Portland this week. I mean. We've also, like, we've had, like, five terrible losses to tanking. Like, Houston, the worst team in the league. Lost Orlando. Thunder, I understand. I understand. You're screwed either way. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of with Ben on this one. I'm kind of like uh, I, I like the schedule loss against the good teams or um, schedule schedule loss against the bad teams. I and really, I guess... if you schedule loss against the bad teams, you're giving your you're giving your scrubs your scrubs. You're giving you know you're giving I guess guys the, the a chance to step okay. up to the plate. Well, schedule loss against a very good team tonight. I hope Jaden Hardy is is ready to have some fun against. I I guess the thought process is on back to backs because we're because Maxie's out and I guess Josh Green is out and like the team is taking on a lot more because they're out. Like the that the thought process is hey it's a back to back I'm gonna rest those guys so they're fresh for the next game. Uh, but I don't know. This just okay. Well, I understand, but again, it's kind of like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you do that, but last week we lost by one to the Bucks, so we played a hundred percent against the Bucks, still lost, and then you get trounced by the Bulls because you're resting everybody. And I would much rather get trounced by the Bucks and beat the Bulls. I would rather take a quote unquote like. I would rather ske- let's schedule some wins. Let's schedule wins, not schedule losses. That's it. That thing is like Luca steps up his game to play the Bucks. So like that's like we kind of dropped the ball on that one. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's this team is is flawed in so many ways. Like I don't like I think they're just trying to like keep people preserved until they figure something out. Maybe there's a trade or something. Because like after the Cavs, we play the Timberwolves. Like both uh both of those are in minnesota monday and wednesday and then we have the rockets and then we have christmas day against the lakers so this is like the last you know yeah (sighs) y'all y'all ready to go in on mark cuban uh well let me let me provide some context before before we go into mark okay yeah yeah so like context context before uh uh (laughs) goon's been been uh riled up and let let, let's explain why so after we lose to the Cavs in egregious fashion um there was a video that our former our our recent guest slightly biased or he he, like snapped a picture of uh or i guess a video of luca who was very frustrated walking towards the bench on the side that, you know, with Mark Cuban and his, you know, seats on, on his, on his left. And he was glaring at Mark Cuban and on, on the right side, Dwight Powell was trying to give him a high five and Luca wasn't having it. He left him hanging and everybody, we took that screenshot of Luca kind of glaring towards 
uh, Cuban as like, you got me playing with these bums and, and freaking Donovan Mitchell, the guy I just schooled out of the playoffs last year has like a squad that I would kill for. That's kind of what I took from it. That's kind of like what he said with his eyes, maybe. Um, what, what it, sh- it should be pointed out. We don't see Luca's eyes. We're we're watching him from the back, right. but it does look he's look he's looking at Mark. He's he doesn't see Dwight trying to give him a high five, and Mark is clapping. And as soon as Luca starts staring at him, he stops clapping. Oh, I didn't catch that. <laughs> yeah, he's Mark's like, "Come on, guys, we got it, we got it." And Luca like comes off all frustrated, and he like sees him. They lock eyes or whatever see each other and mark stops clapping awkward <laughs> so what's your take something or nothing i think that's something that's something bro that's something like that means there's tension there's awkwardness i was trying to pull up the, the clip again like i need i need a, i need a quick review but man <laughs> i mean like you gotta think there's the typical like oh you're like a few levels ahead of me you're like uh and my situation sucks as an employee like like you know i'm sure some of us have been there man like we've all we've all been there where it's like there's a a quiet resentment for the the higher i'm gonna because they're mismanaging everyone's situation i'm gonna say it as like a as a teacher from my from this is this is essentially like when your principal is like in front of is like out there and is going rah rah like we're so great yes come on guys you got this and meanwhile like the school is understaffed we don't have like substitutes oh are having to take whole classes like we haven't found a replacement for that third grade teacher or that pre-k te- like you know like the school is falling apart and here you have here you have you know your boss going rah rah yeah we're you know keep up that that maverick spirit guys and it's like how about you pay to get some better players on this mm. team yeah it, yeah i saw that a lot a lot of maps twitter was screenshotting like how we have spent the least in the past five years or something like that and we we're like 30 rewind, <laughs> i want us to rewind y'all remember there was a brief moment before last off season where mark mark was like he said something like Oh, I haven't I haven't been paying the luxury tax in a while. I can I can afford to pay the luxury tax. He 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 talked like he was going to pay above the luxury tax to retain some talent. What happened? We used our mid-level exception on Javel McGee and <laughs> lost Brunson and we did nothing. We're still below the luxury tax. We will not go above the luxury tax ever. And unfortunately, the way it, the way our team looks right now, that's the only way we're gonna get some some top tier talent to stick to stick around and build a winner around Luca because we're not trading for it, we're not drafting for it, we don't have the assets to to get it together right now, and Mark Cuban is unwilling. He yeah he yeah it, he, it is all dollars and cents to him, and he he would much rather try to cheap his way to a championship the way he did with Dirk rather than have to pay for talent now and yeah and it's and it's it's frustrating because Luca is not Dirk Luca is not going to stick around for 20 seasons of what we've seen so far and 
that's yeah i i think that that is one of the more frustrating things about this situation with the mavs talent wise is that the last the last hope that we have to build a contender is is to pay money because you don't have the draft capital you don't have the talent currently on hand like you're gonna have to you could have overpaid brunson you would have gone on the luxury tax but hey we would be in a much better place if Brunson was still a Maverick and you had just paid the man, but you wanted to go cheap. You were like, we still, people forget about Frank. People forget about Josh green, you know, Tim Hardaway. That's like a free agent. It's like, no, you didn't want to pay Brunson. You didn't want to pay the money. Just say, just say that. Don't lie to us. And yeah. I'll stop there. I'll stop there. Like all the sparks that were flying this year too, like, Durant desperate to leave, you know, like like all these well, moves Sexton on the moves. Package. Like, where is he going? Everyone's talking to these team. Everyone's talking to Mitchell. Where is he going to go? Everyone's, you know, like, like the, the Knicks needed Mitchell. Like the like, I'm sure. I, I don't like like you could even the naked eye could even see a world where we retain our assets and and build further without with you know like everybody had the trade machine out. Like you you could you could just see it. Like the, the Knicks wanted Mitchell. And like, I don't know. It's just crazy. Yeah, it's, I crazy. Think, it's disappointing. Um, I think uh, Mark and Nico have a lot to prove. If especially with this upcoming trade season has already started, the fifteenth, I think eighty or ninety percent of the league can be traded. So, I think because they're kind of in the middle right now, like maybe they can trade with the team that does want to tank. Um, that's kind of our best case scenario. Uh, but I don't know, again, like, I feel like there's more, more competition than, than we can keep up with, but, um, to, in, in, as far as like to make matters worse, you know, Luca glares at Mark, Mavs Twitter makes the whole thing out of it. We screenshot it. We like, you know, get Luca help, get Luca help. And then he finds a way to make it worse. Um, when the vibes are down so bad and all the Mavs Twitter's talking about, like, get him help, get him some help. Um, Brian, I think uh, Townsend um, of the Dallas Morning News released an article that talks about how Mark Cuban <laughs> wants the next Mavs Arena to have, like, a resort casino in it. Um, and for those that don't know, in Texas, it is illegal to gamble. Gambling is not yet legal. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just... I was dumbfounded by like, why, why are you talking about this now? Like there has, I, I like of all the times, like maybe wait till like, there's a, like a wind streak or, or just like, no, like I need people to know about my casino idea. It's just like, dude, like that, it seems very um, out of touch with what's going on. Um, he's a billionaire. It, what did you expect? A, he has no idea. What? <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That that to me like is when yeah, it got worse. But so so we're we're not going to the Mavs casino when it opens. <laughs> I don't... I'm going. I'm going um <laughs> happily and uh I will be handing Mark a lot of my money. But uh I yeah. might just drive up to Choctaw across the border just to just to out of spite just to, yeah out of spite just like i will drive <laughs> i will drive 80 miles before i give any money to mark cuban like yeah How i guess that's do we think mark cuban is 
because I that's kind of what made I, me think. Like, if you, I think you, he's very broke. If he's put as much as we think he has into crypto, and then the next thing he talks about is like, hey, check out this casino idea I have. You should come to it. That makes me think, like, well, are you trying to get us to pay for your? I think next the crypto man venture? is broke. I think the man is broke. I think he's unwilling to pay the luxury tax. I also think he can't pay the luxury tax. I don't think he can afford it. He can't afford the luxury tax. Man's got no money. Not in crypto. <laughs> all all he's done since owning the Mavericks is Shark Tank, and he has his little pharmaceutical thing, which like is a good thing, I think, on on balance, but is also just like a ploy for him to be able to run for president or something in five or six years or for him to be like a political you know to keep his political aspirations well like i'm i'm so fed up with with him yeah he didn't like the thing is he doesn't even know like what fans care about dude like we would rather have the aac be like a hundred years old and us have like 50 like like let's make it fenway dude versus you're talking like, about like, a casino, a casino arena. Your current arena has holes in the roof. <laughs> Your current arena is falling apart. And look, we would cherish, we, we would cherish those holes in the roof if we were winning. You know what I mean? We, we would, yeah, like, we would drink from them if we were winning. It would be, it would be, a, it would be a pride thing if the team was good. Like, like it's just, yeah, it's just we not could, understanding. We could name them the off consumers of consumers. Yeah. We could name each hole after like a, a, a Dallas I, great. This is the JJ Barea uh, tear in the roof. Yeah, the a holes. <laughs> I just like I don't know if if this was his idea of like I know what will distract from how bad the vibes are. I talk about this casino like. I don't know if it was like a like try to misdirect the media or whatever. At, as far as business but practice, then like, like yeah, dude, we're in trouble. Read <laughs> the room. Like, I think this is also the thing is the only way he gets a new casino is if the city of Dallas or the city of Frisco or the city of whatever city, the only way he gets a new casino is if the city forks up money for it. And I think this is a ploy oh, to yeah. he is he is building a narrative. We've seen it. Jerry Jones built Jerry World off of money from the city of Arlington. And the city of Arlington was more than willing to give him, you know, half a billion dollars in tax credits and stuff to build his casino. And I think this is <laughs> all of this is just lay the groundwork. So that you can you can turn to the mayor of Dallas, you can turn to city council, you can turn to whoever, and you can say, "Look, we're going to build this huge, this great arena. There's going to be casinos and resorts. There's going to be all this tax revenue that's going to come from this huge development, and folks are going to look at it and go, like, yeah, we'll give you half a billion dollars, or we'll give you seven hundred million dollars to build it, because because that is how like fucked up the excuse my French the the math is in our country." Where we're like, hey, this billionaire wants a new arena. Let's give it to him off of taxpayer money in the hope that it's going to generate tax revenue for the city. And it, yeah, it's always a crock of baloney. Uh, yeah, the ec economics, it's like a lot of models. Sorry to run. It's like a lot, a lot of promoting and stuff. And I feel like it's kind of like Shark Tank to where, to where Mark's sort of mm -hmm. building a narrative, really. Like, like he'll be able to, 
you know, when he's having these meetings this week, he'll be like, you know, and like the team, you know, like my, my basketball team, like, you know, struggling to sort things out. And, I, and I'm just sitting there thinking like, man, like, like, I, I had the idea just out of nowhere. Like, man, like what if we built a casino and it just, you know, <laughs> just like it, it, it turns into this hero story for the entrepreneur. And like, that's like, that's what you are as an entrepreneur. I mean, you know, and uh, there's a whole lot of, if you sell a bunch of stuff, you you know, you do a lot of good for, you know, like it's possible to do a lot of good. So, I mean, I'm not about to like poo-poo um, the practice, but yeah, like you, you're right, but you could, you could definitely see him like building his little, his little business thing while the rest of us are just like not really like, involved. Can you not right now? Like, yeah. we, <laughs> like it's about his portfolio. It's not about the Mavericks or winning basketball. Yeah, it's it's just really frustrating. Hopefully, uh, yeah, hope hopefully we can kind of figure out what what this team is. Um, maybe we can kind of come up with a new identity with uh, with Maxi out. Um, I think it'd be awesome if we could find a way to pull off a trade. Uh, but we're we're just early on in trade season, so we'll see what actually kind of uh, um, works out. Is there any other map stuff you guys want to get into before we dip out? No, we covered it. Yeah, I think we got all of it. I think we we kind of wanted this is a little bit of event session as we try to we gotta we gotta pivot the Luca for MVP campaign to get Luca some help campaign. Get Luca some gotta, help studio. It's just, it's just we gotta we got a hard pivot. We can't be ninth, and he yeah. yeah, that's a whole nother thing. He can't win MVP if we're ninth. So I think that. I think he could, and he. I think he should, maybe, but yeah, he won't. Yeah, because the it seems like the MVP definition changes based off who they want, because now a lot of people are saying, "Oh, Jason Tatum is going to be MVP." Well, he's the best player on the best team, and that MVP we get, you know, like last year with Jokic, like he wasn't, they weren't the best team, but he like made them good. And he was clearly yeah. the best player. So like Luca like, makes every, is definitely the we most valuable. Seed, we were in like Luca was MVP like, and we were around where they were at, you know. So like the narrative hasn't yeah. changed so much this year. I don't think. I think just the maps are just bad now. Like the, yeah, the maps are bad. Everybody's poo pooing so. on us. I think Luca catches a lot of strays because of that. But that's all another thing. But um, thanks for tuning in to Buckets and Beyond. You could find us on Instagram at Buckets Beyond and on no at instagram at buckets and beyond and then on twitter at buckets beyond uh, i might get it one of these days and uh thank you for tuning in we're out of here adios peace